You're listening to the Women in Western podcast hosted by Christina Miller and Cheyenne Draves, a lifestyle podcast where we discuss everything from faith to family, business and fitness with emphasis on the glam and grit of women in the Western lifestyle community. Grab a coffee and go for a walk or a drive. Let's chat and inspire each other to be the best version of ourselves. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Women in Western podcast. We are excited to be back for another week, as always, and uh, we'll be starting off with our highlights for this week. So Cheyenne, why don't you start us off with your highlight for this week? All right. Well, my highlight for the week, let's see. I had a heck of a weekend. I kind of went silent on socials just because we were so busy, and I was just really enjoying family time. Um, But Saturday was jam-packed for my husband and I, and we actually played in a volleyball tournament on Saturday morning, which we actually used to play in a sand volleyball co-ed league um, back when I was in college when we were living in Fort Collins. And I love volleyball. I played in high school. Um, So it definitely was fun. Um, A couple of the vets that I work with, um, one of their daughters had like a fundraiser for her volleyball team to do a tournament. So we played and it was so fun. It was on grass and it was outside, Um, but it was a blast. So that would be the highlight of my week was um, that volleyball tournament. We also like had to come home right after the tournament change, shower quick, and then go straight up to the mountains for a friend's wedding that was on Saturday night. So we had a lot of fun at that. So Saturday was a big uh, mom and dad date day, I would say. Um, And then yesterday was just um, a nice day with family. So that was my highlight of the week, I would say. Christina, what is yours? Um, I would say the highlight of my weekend was I just kind of put everything aside and got to hang out with my husband. I haven't, I think I've probably seen him a total of maybe 48 hours over um, the last month. So I've seen him like two, three days over the last month. So getting to hang out with him was definitely my highlight and just not being on any social media and quiet, peace and quiet. Went out to dinner, got to hang out around town, um, went to a friend's boutique in town. She had a really big sale. So it was just nice to um, catch up with her and just kind of take it easy this weekend. So that is so fun. And how ironic that we are talking about us taking like kind of a break off of socials this weekend um, to segue into this week's episode. Right. Yeah. So this week we are um, going to be talking about social media. So I'm going to be interviewing um, Cheyenne, actually, because she's our social media queen. And um, as many of y'all know, we've talked about our business before, but um, Cheyenne handles all of the social media side of our business for Dandy Lashes. So um, just recently, you've really started kind of expanding and working on your personal social media as well. And you had this crazy like, 5K increase in followers. And how fast did that happen? I feel like it happened so fast. Yeah, it was really, really fast. Um, I mean, I say really fast. It was probably over the course of like a couple of weeks. But it got to the point where I had to go to my notifications and turn off my notifications for when like people would follow me. And that's the first I like had to do that. A while ago, I turned off like the like notifications um, because I felt like that was super um, just annoying and like clog up my phone. But then I had to turn off the follower notifications like that would pop up on my phone because it was happening. Like I felt like every hour there would be like five or 10. So it would just get really annoying. So (laughs) it was over the course of a couple of weeks and I had to turn those off. 
That's a really exciting thing to do, though, when you're growing your social media is to have to turn those notifications off. <laughs> um, so how did the how did you gain that um, 5,000 follower influx so fast? Did one of your posts go viral? Um, how did that kind of come about? So I have been doing a lot of reels for Dandy Lashes. And um, I'll get like a little into like um, later kind of like Dandy Lashes and and the other social media pages that I manage. Um, but just for my personal Instagram, like talking about my personal Instagram, um, I never really did a lot of reels on my personal because I couldn't like think of anything that I wanted to share um, reels wise. I do have like a personal TikTok and I'd share stuff there, but um, I just felt like my Instagram wasn't like the space to do a lot of reels. But I finally started doing some because I just have like a really diverse life and I just have a lot of content that I thought I could share, like a lot of diverse stuff. And so I did a post, um, I did a reel, it was just a video of myself floating a horse and it was the sound, um, Hey, you, you're doing the thing that younger you is dreaming of or something like that. And it was a popular sound at the time. So I, you know, was kind of going through, a moment of like, wow, like I really am like doing the stuff that like five years ago, Cheyenne or 10 years ago, Cheyenne would have been so proud of. So I saw that sound. I absolutely fell in love with it. And I just added it over a video of me floating a horse and it took off. Like I think right now it has like 1.3 million views. It has 23K likes. And to this day, I still get like likes on the video and followers from it. Um, so I think it's just like, it was just kind of like a luck thing. I gained 5,000 followers from it, which was wild. Um, but it, I think was just kind of a luck thing of using a popular sound and like an interesting video. And it just got on a ton of people's for you pages and just kind of like blew up. <laughs> I love that. And I also love that it was something like really heartfelt that you shared too, because you know, it was really meaningful and that's something that went viral. So I love that too. Um, since your Instagram has grown and you have so many new followers, um, has your day to day on what you share changed? Like as far as what you share in your stories, um, or like right. how personal your posts are. So I've always been an oversharer, like just that's my personality. And I think that's why I'm someone that has always posted a lot on social media. Um, when the stories feature came out on Insta, I loved that feature because I could definitely tell that it was something that would be a way for me to just like personalize my account and personalize my brand. And I want to start off like answering this question by saying um, I am kind of really active on my personal social media, not for validation of tell me my life is cool. Tell me my, tell me I'm pretty like that kind of thing. And I think if you're trying to make your account that way, it's going to come off so like distant, like not genuine. Um, the reason I share so much on Instagram and so much on socials is because I genuinely want to help people and like make them inspired to change their lives, um, make people want to be the best version of themselves and help people romanticize their own lives because I genuinely like romanticize my life. And, um, you know, it's so easy to look at like someone else's page and say like, Oh, I want what they want. I don't have what they want. But that same person that you're looking at, um, you know, they're the same way. And they're like me, I don't have everything in the world. Like I don't own a house. I don't like, you know, I've, got struggles and I try to be really transparent of like stuff 
like that online. Like, you know, we all go through stuff, but I think it's just so important to like romanticize your life and find joy in the little things in your life. And so I share so much in order to inspire others to do the same. Um, and as far as like changing what I share, how much I share, I, I don't think I change how much I share. I love sharing my day to day life because I think, um, a big thing about like my stories in general, um, really help inspire people to like have productive days and romanticize kind of the day to day. I like to share like, Oh, like I've got house chores today. I'm folding laundry. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm picking up, you know, the mess that my daughter has left in the living room that's been there for three days. Um, I think I, I still like to share like the day-to-day stuff like that, but I'm definitely um, more cognizant of, I think, especially what I share about my daughter, um, you know, like there's, I don't want to get into it, but like there's some stuff going around on TikTok right now about like, um, you know, predators online and stuff like that. So I'm definitely not sharing certain pictures of her and that kind of thing, but I still, you know, she's my daughter and I want to show her off because she's the cutest thing. So I still, um, you know, share her, but I'm definitely more cognizant of like certain things in that sense, which sucks that we have to think about that. Um, and of course, you know, you know, I don't think I, I don't share as much as I did, um, with that growth. I definitely am more, like I said, um, more cognizant of just like things I share with my daughter and, you know, certain things that I do with her that someone might comment and say, that's dangerous or blah, blah, blah. You know, sometimes I think twice of like, do I really want to deal with someone if they're going to comment on this? So, um, I still share like just as much, but I'm just a little more cognizant about stuff with her. I love that advice. Um, and how you kind of manage that. Cause I do think too, like with the stories, it's nice to be able to share a little bit more of like the nitty gritty of what you're doing during the day that you don't necessarily want like plastered all over your feed. So the story feature is really, really nice because people can get, you know, more in tune in what you're doing. And I think too, like when you're branding yourself on social media, I was listening to this on another podcast, but it's like, um, the things that you do day to day that people can relate with, it creates like a trust with that person kind of like you don't know them on a a personal level, but you see the things they do, how they take care of themselves, how they handle things. Um, and you just kind of like, you like that person or, you know, you might want to be friends, trust them, that kind of thing. You like their brand, who they are. Right. Um, And I love that. Right. I feel like there's a lot of people I follow and people that I like have followed that I see their stories and I'm like, oh my gosh, I vibe with this person. I totally love them. They're so genuine. And you can tell because there's other people I followed and they share a lot and like stories and socials. And I'm like, oh, like I, this person, I feel like they're just in it for the likes. Like they're just trying to sell stuff. Um, like I don't vibe with them. They're genuinely like not trying to add value to other people's lives. They're just kind of in it for this, this, and that. And that's when you just hit the old unfollow and, you know, you don't vibe with them. But yeah, you can definitely tell by stories like who's sharing to be genuine and who's sharing to like not. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So with having all these new followers, like I know you kind of in the past have mentioned like you already ha- got a lot of likes and comments, different things like that. And so you've turned some of those notifications off. But now that you have some many more. Is it difficult to manage uh, messages and comments? And do you respond back to people or are you kind of like filtering through that stuff at this point? Um, so definitely the comments is um, a little easier to filter through because um, I, like one of our um, 
one of the people that you and I follow, Christina Randa Caraba, she kind of has talked with um, our PowerFit influencer group about how people aren't really commenting on a lot of stuff these days. They're kind of just like seeing it and liking it and um, not leaving a ton of comments, which is nice because um, you don't have to like filter through comments and respond. Like people aren't really asking questions and comments, but there is the DM feature <laughs> on Instagram. So people can so easily um, respond to a story and DM you. Um, what I really like about um, Instagram is they kind of filter um, DMs for you. So they'll have, I'll have to pull up my Instagram app here to see exactly what they're called because I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Um, but going into the messages here. Okay. Yeah. So they have just like your, and my business, my personal Instagram is not a business um account. So I have not changed it to like a business account. I prefer to keep it a um, personal account. Also, fun fact, if you have a business Instagram, like if your Instagram is turned into a business Instagram, you cannot use the music feature on stories. So you know how you can like add music um, that you can't use. So just a pro tip, I have a lot of friends that like if they become like a real estate agent or something, they'll change their Instagram to that. And then they'll post a like story like, oh, I can't post music anymore. Does anyone know? I'm like, it's a business account. You can't do that. So I don't know why that's like a huge reason I don't want my account to be um, a business account, but also like it's still a personal account at the end of the day. So I just kept it that way. Um, but in a personal account, you'll have just like your regular messages and then people that you don't follow, it will come up on the right hand corner in like a blue box. that says requests. And, um, then even like within that, um, you'll have a little section that says hidden requests. And I think requests are just people that don't follow you, but hidden requests are people that Instagram's flagging as like kind of weirdos. I feel like, cause I get a lot of weirdos in the hidden requests. Um, since I got a lot of followers, there's just like weird stuff. Like I'm showing Christina on our video chat right now. This person looks like clearly, I don't even know why they're following me, but they sent me like reels and I'm not going to open them. Like one's a girl holding a beer. So I just delete those. <laughs> and sometimes if they're really weird, um, hidden requests, I'll block them. Um, let's see this one. I have to read this one out loud on behalf of Mr. Robert J. Ritchie and his official management team. We're here to select an enormous fan. That's kid rock. I just went to a kid rock concert. So a hidden request <laughs> is trying to send me a video seeming like they're kid rock. Like this is just the weird hidden request thing. So you get really weird DMs. Um, a lot of like weird uh, brand manager messages that are clearly scams. So I'm really glad that Instagram filters through those um, in order to like make sure like it just shows you that it's a straight up scam and you get like a ton of those. Um, there's also a lot of like the creepy guys, I will say, that come into your like requests. Clearly from my page, if you scroll like two like pictures down, there's always a picture of like me, my daughter, and my husband. So I don't understand why people are just like dry messaging people this way. So that's like the non-important DMs. And like, like I said, thankfully Instagram like helps you manage those. But um, the funny thing is, is I will say from gaining a ton of followers and I, I do have a lot that are, you know, like females that are interested in like, you know, like mom life. And I have posts, um, I have posted polls a lot of time, like what do you guys want to see most of? And it's a very equal balance. Like a lot of people want to see a balance between like my equine dentistry, mom life, like business owner, fitness. So I do have like a lot of people that are interested in seeing all of that. Um, but I will say like the worst part, I love when people DM me, like I love, I love interacting with like people on social media. Um, like people have questions like, Oh, like, where'd you get that? Like blah, blah, blah. But the thing that annoys me is I'll post in a story, like 
got this from here or this is from this. And then people will message me asking where it's from. Like, I don't know. Be a decent like human on Instagram and don't try to like flood people's inboxes with things that you cannot answer yourself. Like, um, that being said, please ask me by all means. Like I love when people DM me and ask me like, Oh, like getting into equine dentistry, like ask me for tips and that, or like stuff with fitness and ask me things about power fit. Like please DM me that. But if it's a stupid thing about like, where did you get that shirt? And clearly I have a little caption and then in there that says shirts from Buck and Buffalo, please don't do that. So I think that's the most difficult part about like managing the messages and comments on my personal (laughs) Instagram. Yeah, you gotta love that when you've plainly linked it for them and they still ask. Oh man. Well, you manage our Danny Lashes social and then you also have a personal growing social media. How do you balance between the two of them? Because social media is it's literally a full time job. I have the most respect for influencers because it's a lot of work. It's such a full-time job. And yeah, so I have my personal account. I do the Dandy Lashes um, Instagram. And I also take part in um, doing social media for my um, flag team, which is Colorado Stars and Stripes. So I actually help with I managed to and help with another, so it's three Instagram accounts. And I used to kind of like balance with you, the Women in Western Instagram account. And I'm so thankful that you, Christina, took that over because I don't think I'd be able to do all of them. Um, I will say um, it is a difficult balance and it is a tricky balance. And there are seasons where some come more important than others. Like um, during Greeley Stampede, I'm on the Colorado Stars and Stripes one like all day because that's like a time that we have a bunch of stuff for that. Um, For Dandy Lashes, like during like Black Friday and holidays, I'm on there like three times a day. I feel like posting because it's super important to do it then. Um, And personal I mean, I feel like personal for me is more of like a fun um, way for me to share. So I think personal, it's it's not very hard for me to share. I'll just like be doing something. I'm like, oh, like I want to share this. Um, and that's why I'm not super real heavy on my personal Instagram because I'm not um, super reels aren't like they're kind of like a job for me. Like, you know, I, it's not that I don't enjoy them, but they're a little more difficult to like sit down and put together. It's like a, a task that takes you a minute. So that's why I'm not really real heavy on my personal account and um, do those more on business ones. But I mean, we've said this before on the pod, like there's no such thing as balance. So like I said, there's seasons where some um, become more important and some, you know, like sit for a little bit. Um, but that's kind of like what the quote unquote balance is of them. Yeah, you've got a good counterbalance going on between the few of them. <laughs> So we kind of talked a little bit about managing messages and comments, but how do you handle the negative comments and messages? Because I feel like this has become even more so unfortunately popular in social media. People have unsolicited advice. They send nasty messages, literally just nothing nice to say at all. So that is my question. Why the heck do people feel the need to like be commenting on things, such snarky stuff from accounts that are fake. Like who has that amount of time in their life where they can sit on a fake account to comment on things? I, it truly blows my mind. Like read a book, go take a class, do some self-development. Like I, I can't even fathom who has the amount of time to be able to sit there and do that. That being said, I do get, you know, quite a bit of negative comments or like messages from, fake accounts like that of people just trying to be Karens. 
sorry for anyone named Karen out there. You know, it's just the the name of it. I have a chicken named Karen. She's actually really sweet. So, <laughs> um, but that being said, um, it's a lot different when I get it on a business account versus a personal account. Like anything negative that will come through to the Dandy Lashes account. I mean, honestly, sometimes I'll just delete it and block it because here's the thing. Like, it's not that I'm trying to hide anything, but a business social media is a place for, you know, us to have positivity and growth and happiness for our clients. There's difference between criticism and negative comments because if we're getting criticism, like, you know, oh, why isn't this posted here? I genuinely want to answer that. So we're going to answer it with like some class and some dignity. Like there's a big difference between criticism and negative. But if someone is going to go like, so if someone goes on our business account, says something kind of critical about like an order or something, um, which hasn't happened to us. I'm just being hypothetical. Um, thankfully, a lot of people that have any issues, they'll um, email us and we email them back. And I would say that our business, like I take pride in the fact that we have really good customer service. And I don't think we've had anyone that's been genuinely super displeased with like what we can do to help them if there's any issues. That being said, um, you know, if we get any straight up negative, snarky, just straight up mean account, like comments on a business account that just warrants a block and delete. So um, that's kind of how I manage it there. My personal account is a little different because I will say that I am kind of, um, I'm a clapbacker when it comes to online because if you're going to have the balls to say something from a fake account onto my account, like I've got a lot to say too. And that's not the same in person. I'm very non-confrontational in person, but I will say on socials, like if you're going to sit behind like a screen that doesn't have your picture or your name and say something like it has no, there's no like credibility behind it. So I'm going to debunk you right away and say, Hey, like there's no reason to post that, you know, like, come on. Um, I will say like recently I posted a reel about, um, it was a video of me and my husband and my daughter in the mountains and we just had a great day. We stopped at this, um, kind of like rest area campsite and we were kind of just like going through the mountains and walking around. And there was a small clip of us driving through the campsite and we're going like five miles an hour, just like driving around it on this little dirt road, like miles off the highway. There's no one in the campsite. And I have my feet up out the window and someone commented and said that I'm at very high risk to have my feet out the window and that cannot be done. And people need to stop doing that because I can break my legs. And I had to respond to it and just say, I don't even remember what I said. I said something like, well, you know, we were in a campsite, not on a public road, like it's fine kind of thing. Like no need for unwarranted comments. And this person came back with like the worst thing about like how I'm going to kill myself by doing that. And that's so dangerous and a distraction to my driver and blah, blah, blah. I just blocked and deleted. I was like, dude, why do you have that much time to sit on here and say that to someone? <laughs> like, I, I just, you know, I'll respond to an extent when I, you know, know that, that person's just doing it. And I wanted to let them know, like, cause a lot of people I feel like will comment on stuff, not even thinking that the person that made it is going to see it. Like, I, and then you respond to them and they just kind of like, Oh, well, blah, 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 blah. So a lot of times it just warns a block and delete because it's like, at the end of the day, you have too much time on your hands and you need to get the heck off my page. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants that negativity on their page anyways. <laughs> um, so with all this, like, growth and sharing, what's your favorite part of sharing on social media? I know there's a lot of positives, even though we were just talking about some of the negatives. Right. I will say my favorite part about sharing on social media is the DMs I get from people that have told me um, that they've like 
started their fitness journey because of me. And they like, I had someone recently, um, after I finished 75 hard, she, like I had a ton of people start 75 hard after I shared so much about it. And that was so rewarding to me because I felt like I was making a change in people, but I had people messaging me that they were, they lost like 30 pounds because they saw what I was doing and wanted to make a change themselves and saw it wasn't that hard. Um, so like I said, like DMS mean the world to me from people that share with me that my stuff has inspired them because that's why I do it. That's why I share it. I genuinely want people to be the best version of themselves and help other people. So I think my favorite part about social media is when people respond to me and respond to stories and just like encourage me that like, this helps me, like, please keep posting stuff like this. Like, it just makes me really happy that I can have just like a small impact on the world and like women around me to help them be better. I love that. So what would you say your least favorite thing is? sharing on social media is. I know it can be kind of, it's a lot of work, but. Um, I think the worst part of it, it is a lot of work, but, um, you know, with our businesses, that is my work. (laughs) So I don't have to go clock in to a nine to five. Um, but you know, it is work to sit down, but I think my least favorite part about it is it does sometimes take away from like family time, which is a big reason why, um, Christina and I have kind of like started to step off of socials for the weekends. Like I will peek on socials on the weekends, but usually I'm not like posting something. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of quiet on socials a lot on the weekends because that's family time, but like during the week or sometimes on the weekends when I'm like, sitting there scrolling on, you know, my phone. Cause scrolling is a big thing. Cause you have to get like content ideas, you know, like you need to see what reels people are making, um, kind of what people are doing in their stories, what the trends are like dandy lashes. We just had to do that little mistrend <laughs> cause that was like a huge trend. And that took time to sit down and go on Canva and like make a bunch of graphics and get them onto my phone and get them posted. Um, so it just takes time and it takes time away. Like I said, that's technically my job. So it's like, you know, fine. But, um, you know, my husband has like made comments before if we're like together and I'm like on socials posting something or like, um, we're doing something as a family and I post something and he'll say like, can we, do we, can we not do anything without it being shared on the internet? (laughs) And so, you know, like, and, and he understands that a big part of me, like building a personal brand and building my businesses is like sharing so much. Um, but I do understand that it takes away from family time. So I think that's like the worst part is just like the time consumingness of it. Yeah, for sure. It's hard to kind of, you know, find that counterbalance in that too. And sharing like your personal life too. It's like, what am I wanting to share or not want to share? (laughs) Exactly. And you know, I share so much, but there's a ton that I don't share. You know what I mean? Like people think like, oh my gosh, her entire life is on social media. Like guys, there's so much that goes on my life that I am not posting about 24 seven. Like there is so much in my life that I'm not posting about. So I mean, I understand that people like might think I'm oversharing. Like I do share a lot, but trust me, like there's a ton that is not shared. (laughs) So Uh, so what would you say that your biggest tip for somebody wanting to build a personal personal brand um, or grow a business on social media would be? Well, I think the biggest tip for someone wanting to um, build a personal brand is understanding why you want to build your personal brand. So for me, I'm trying to um, build a brand um, because I have multiple businesses that are my streams of income. So I feel like people that find me organically through my personal, they can see what aspect of my life benefits them and, um, how that can kind of like help them, you know, and then, I mean, ultimately like help my businesses, which, you know, like it's not genuinely why I have a brand, but I think a big part of it is like, it does benefit my businesses. So like, 
going on my socials, you can see that I'm an equine dental tech. So I do get a lot of people DMing me um, to come float horses. Like I've had several clients find me on Instagram. I actually had someone DM me a couple weeks ago about coming to Louisiana to come float horses. And I told them, you know, we're kind of working out logistics, but it's just someone I met from Instagram that wants me to come out and float horses. There's plenty like that. So um, I think understanding why you want to build your brand is um, a good reason. And then just being genuine on posts and stories. Um, I'm very consistent on stories. I'm not very consistent on posts. I don't think you have to be very consistent on posts on a personal. Like I think posting like once or twice twice a month might be important, but I think just finding your niche of like what you want to share. Like I love stories. So I'm always on stories. There's a lot of people that love reels. So they're always posting reels, like finding your niche and like what you want to share and like what you can do to add value to other people. Because I only follow accounts that are going to add value to me. So um, understanding how you can add value to other people. Um, growing a business, I think, is a little different. Um, I think you do have to, when you're growing a business brand, you have to pay attention to what the trends are. Um, so, I mean, I know that kind of sucks. Like, you obviously want to be unique and um, you want to be someone that stands out. Um, but you kind of do also have to pay attention to like what the trends are of like, okay, people are posting reels like with these sounds, like one tip, um, that I have, like obviously make your reels unique to you, like using a sound in your own way. But, um, I think a big tip to making like a reel go viral is if you're scrolling through reels and you see, um, the sounds at the bottom, the reels that have a little arrow, not the ones that have a music sign, but the ones that have an arrow, those are ones that are trending right now. So I actually have a sound saved on my phone right now that's trending that um, today on my to-do list is to make a Dandy Lashes reel about it. And I thought of something, um, it's a sound that's not used for businesses a lot and it's kind of like used for other stuff, but I found a way to make it more like business centered. So just being creative in how to make the trends work for you, if that makes sense. So you kind of have to go with how the trends are going but you personalize it to yourself. So I think that's like a really um, big tip for businesses. And like, we're not perfect. Like our business account doesn't have 100K followers. So like, this is like the best advice I have, but we're still learning and growing too. And I'm still learning and growing on how to like do those well. Love that advice. Uh, what are some of your future plans or goals uh, for your socials as we're wrapping up? Hmm. Well, I didn't really like think too much of this until recently, until I gained like a lot of followers in certain aspects. Um, I definitely want to use my personal brand, like I said earlier, on a way to grow my um, own businesses. So, you know, people that organically find my personal account, they can kind of like see which facet of my life inspires them. And, you know, there's ways that they can kind of like stay connected and and find community through my page. Um, I don't really have like a follower count goal. I don't really care about the follower number, like that extra 5k boost, like having almost 7k followers is kind of just like, meh. like as long as I have like a hundred followers that like genuinely enjoy my stuff and like get value from it, that's fine by me. So I don't really have like a follower goal, but I will say I have different goals as far as like, um, just like what I can help people with, that kind of thing. I love that so much. Well, um, 
as we're kind of wrapping up today, we appreciate you sharing all of this helpful information about social media, and hopefully it's helped somebody that's wanting to grow their social media, personal or business-wise. But thank you for answering all these questions. And as always, next week, we will have a new episode airing on Wednesday. But thank you all so much for hanging out with us today, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.